Shalom. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jackie. Shalom, Jackie. Shalom, Jackie. Oh, Winston. Welcome to the pod. We're here with Ben and Chris and Stuart. He's here as well. Um, we're all here. Oi, oi. How is everyone? I was going to say, are you sure you're here? I wasn't sure what I was going to say next, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> I was going to say, to be fair, for once it sounded like you were sure that me and Chris were here. just wasn't sure if you were here. I was sure that you guys were there and I was here, but I wasn't sure if I was also there with you guys, but I'm not. <laughs> I can't even start okay. to pick that part. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, how are we? How are you? How are me? Been all right. I've uh, been uh, trying to learn um, the guitar rift from The Last of Us, the new Last of Us game. Mm. Uh, so I've been practicing that. That's what I've been doing. Why don't time. you, Ben, learn to play the Pint of View Pod intro on the guitar? Oh, because uh, then is you a could question. strum your way into the episode. <laughs> What like I'm not, I, do I get do I get that much of me cut out at the moment that I need to work yeah, out another need, way you need to some be sort of like segment. Need a segue. It's like that time, which you, I'm yeah. sure you both remember this, um, on Top Gear when they had uh, Sting play uh, the intro to Top Gear or the outro on a guitar. Do you remember that? I, I do remember that actually. All right, there we go. What about you, Chris? Yeah, not too bad, you know. Chill. Chill week. I've got this is my first week off. I got another week off next week, and then I start my new job. So, so your new job. Oh, chill, man. Congratulations on getting a job, by the way, because we I don't think we mentioned it on the last pod. Um, possibly. And not. what I will say is, yeah, you did, did a good job. I think my my advice and guidance probably helped you. Um, all the way. <laughs> also, bigger news. Bigger news about job. Whoa! Oh next wow! Week, mate. Shut the front yeah, off door. the roads because the roads. What do you mean off the roads? You got to, you got to learn to drive on the road, mate. There's no point learning to do off roading. No, I said you get off the roads. No, you're oh, yeah, get off the roads. Road. The pedestrians yeah. I'm worried about. <laughs> Fuck They'll yeah! Right. So this is this your first official driving lesson? Then? Correct, Monday. You nervous? Nah. Because it's going to be a boring one. Just as an FYI, time, you, um, you can't drink and then have a drive. Because <laughs> I know, I know you normally like Damn to it. get up first thing and have a cheeky, cheeky beer. Um, I, I love the idea of Chris. Oh, yeah. I love the idea of Chris getting in the car like for his lesson and just pulling out a beer and being like, I thought I'd bring one for the road. Do you want one? <laughs> <laughs> cheeky beverage. Yeah. Oh, so, probably, are yeah. you are you going automatic or manual? No, manual. Because yeah, if you like learn manual, yeah. you can do. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And I just I know more and more people these days that are saying, "Well, there's no point learning manual because they're getting faded out over time anyway." And it's like, I do get that, but I, yeah, I do get it. But I'm always in the mindset of like, if I have to jump in a car, I like to be able to drive it. Not yeah, have to be yeah, exactly. Like you know. Yeah, it, it doesn't do you any harm by learning to drive a manual rather than an automatic. Or right, it might take you a couple more lessons to get used to the gears, but realistically, it'll probably set you in better stead in the long run. 
Yeah. Oh, and for the American listeners, a manual is a stick shift. Ah. <laughs> I drive stick. So, like, an automatic is just an automatic. It's not cool. No, well, an, I, think, I think an automatic in America is just called like a car. I think they just oh. take it by default. I think like if you have a, a manual in, in America, it's like, ooh. Whereas it's, I feel like it's the opposite here. It's like most people have a manual here. I just think I think you need to start with an old banger. I'm, I'm, I'm going to still start. You talk about side base. I know. Get another one. So, have you got your eyes on a car, Chris? Have you got your eyes on like what you want your first car to be? No, I need to learn first. I want to be able to drive before I've got a car. So, point. Well, no, there is because I I had my first car before I got my license. Like I when I had my provisional license, I got my first car, and that that was the car I learned to drive no, in got the money. outside of my lessons. Nah, it is a bit of a banter net because as much as I, I do get what Ben's saying, the having having the car ready to go, the obviously good reasons when you pass, you've got a car straight away. Um, and the other thing is, you don't want to leave it too long between passing a test and getting yeah. a car. Yeah. Then it's like almost like starting again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the other, yeah. but the obviously downside is, say for example, like uh, you started learning to drive and you had to either stop or you was really bad at it and it was taking you ages and ages. You just got to sit, a car sitting there like rotting because you can't fucking drive it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of money not doing anything. So what was your first costume? I had a Peugeot 107. Oh yeah, I remember the Peugeot. A little, a little snowy was called. Uh, was like, I've no. never got that. I've never got giving cars names. No. No. I mean, I think it was more of a. I didn't. I didn't often refer to it as snowy, but occasionally. Um, just, just when, when you were talking, talking sweet, to it and uh, <laughs> having sex with these all five. Sorry. Um, um, shit. I was waiting for that joke. I was, yeah. like, I was sitting there going, I made the joke in my head before you said it, and I was like, it's going to happen. <laughs> um, so, the most popular Gee, electric car is the Renault Zoe. I don't know if you've seen it. Okay. I've seen many of them, actually, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the so-called uh, budget ones. Um, but even them, brand new, are like twenty eight grand. Yeah, um, it's not. It's not fucking cheap. No, I mean, uh, the basic prices for electric cars, which you probably define as budget, uh, around that sort of a high twenties, uh, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine grand. Um, and there was a brand new. Oh, I can't remember the make of it now. I think it was either a BMW or a Seat. Um. That if you have it as a pure electric, it's something like twenty eight thousand. If you have it as a three cylinder petrol, it's thirteen thousand. Yeah. Wow. So if you got okay, they kind of put it in perspective for me because otherwise I'm like just like yeah, that's a lot of money, but I don't know so how much. So typically cars really for yeah. a budget so car, so if you're to... talking about a Fiesta and stuff like that, you're probably talking about thirteen, 15 fourteen, fifteen grand around that sort of mark. Yeah, um, you can get cheaper yeah, cars. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Dacia there I think you can get a new one for about five grand. Um, yeah, and I think even like the Fiat Five Hundred is quite a cheap and cheerful. Yeah, car, then you've got it? like the 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 um, Super Minis, I think they're called, which are sort of eight, nine, ten, eleven grand, which is like your Ford Ka oh, yeah. 
Actually, I think that might even be a little bit more. But then you get like uh, the suit, Suzuki Alto, and little little cars, um, yeah. which are yeah. I'd probably say they're the sort of cars that you get as your new uh, like a like, um, new driver cars, but they're your like a second hand version of them rather than well necessarily a new one. Most people get a second hand version. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I would, yeah, yeah. I would like to get an electric car. I've got a my current car is on a lease deal for another two years, um, so I, I would hope in a couple of years that cars will be in a place that you go, yeah. That. So have you have you got a dream electric car? Like if you could pick any electric car, do you know which one you'd want? Well, I like the decent Teslas, but I also like the Jaguar I Pace as well. I think that's nice. I was going to say, I think the Tesla for me is like. Now, to be fair, I've got sort of three dream cars, and the Tesla is one of them. What? Even petrol as well? Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got two, I've got two sort of petrol-based dream cars, and then Tesla's my third dream car. Okay. Have you got any cars you want, Chris, or are you just? I absolutely hate fuck all about cars. <laughs> we well, see. I don't know. Like, not not even gonna lie. There's like never really had an interesting car. Everyone talks about cars. They're like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, in one. Well, year, I mean, as <laughs> but uh, I mean, to be honest, we should have done a an episode on um, Rishi Sunak's eat out to help out. Oh, fantastic idea! Tell you what, it's not getting into politics, but Rishi Sunak, what a fantastic chancellor! I mean, he's he's done an absolute sterling job. Well, let, let's we'll see I was gonna say let's see. This. Let's see what happens lot, after the government are like out of power, because uh, like we could end up with another Labour situation uh, where there's a note left in the drawer. By the way, there is no money. <laughs> we printed it all and we spent it. Yeah. On face value, yeah, he's done a great job, but it, I am very much waiting for that moment where potentially a different government comes into power and they turn around and go, yeah, there's no money left. Over. No, he, he has done a great job, but I mean, anyone that's chucking money at people is going to look good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, look at the funny thing is when everyone's like, oh, all of uh, Labour's thing says they've just got this loads of money that's come out of nowhere. But when uh, he comes out and say, I'll give all the money to them, <laughs> like, yeah, money. But no one's like... I mean, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was... Yeah. Um, I was listening to the This Is Money podcast um, and it's really going to hit inflation. They're looking at in the next five years, yeah. we could have like 10, 10% inflation. Well, it's got to hit somewhere, isn't it? Well, hopefully, because uh, I might be able to sell my fat for more than it's worth. But also, what you're buying will be... <laughs> That's if anyone's buying. Well, expensive. no, because I'll, I'll probably look at buying out in the country where it won't affect it as much, hopefully. You don't, you know, inflation like, affects everything, right? No, I know, but what I mean is, if a property, like, inflation is done by percentage, isn't it? So, if a property is less money, and it increases by 5%, compared to a property that's more You're money... You're going to move out to the country? Well, not out to the country, but, like, further into, like, more countryside, like, more rural area. Really? Yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, live off your own shit and stuff. Well, maybe. We'll see. But my point is, is that if you've got a property that's worth more and it increases by 5%, you're getting more money out of that 5% than a property. And if you like buy a property that's increased by 5%, it was cost less. 
Yeah. 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 No, you got a point. But no. you'd want I'd, you'd want somewhere big. Uh, let's not go into this. Book a bit. We give a right down a little rabbit hole. Um, what's the there's there are certain cars that are going up in value, like the retro cars. So okay, there's the question for you. What is going to be the retro car in twenty years' time? So we obviously something that's fairly current, or maybe something that's been around. Oh, maybe five, do you mean? Years. Do you mean? Are we talking about the sort of car that, like, my dad will turn around to me and go, "Oh, I used to have like a Ford Cortina." Uh, no, not necessarily that, but more, more of like what's going to be uh, worth more money. That's going to go up in value rather than go down in value. What's basically be the Volkswagen uh, yeah. caravan? Yeah. Well, it's definitely not going to be a Volkswagen, is it? Let's face it. Yeah. Not with the emission test. No, yeah, I was going to say. I uh, think I think it will be. The Fiestas are too common, so it's not going to be something like that. I think it will be something. Probably an Alpha. Yeah, but it will always be an breaking alpha, down. Alpha. Well, you say that. My dad had an Alpha once and uh, never broke down. Did he ever drive it? Yep, every day. It was very reliable. What's going to be the new old Mini? The new Mini. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> new Mini. Oh, well, I think, I think back then, though, the, the car market wasn't as flooded as it was now. That's no, the there's definitely a lot more choices. We, we but... Were... You can look at a retro car now, and you can sit there and, and see that like there was there's, there wasn't as many models manufacturers. Well, actually, you know, you say that there was a lot more independent manufacturers back then, and there is yeah, always big brands. I would still say there was less models and less cars in general in terms of like variety. Like now, I think it's so flooded the market that retro mm-hmm. anymore. Mm. That's a good, good point. I mean, I don't know because I don't know. Uh, Chris will be yeah the one with four wheels. Uh, <laughs> I love I love Chris's contribution to the podcast I so mean, far. So far, like, like I, see, I see a lot of Fiat five hundreds, but there's so uh, many of them. Like you said, that maybe they're not going to be. No, no. Because like, oh, the thing is, that's a throwback to a, an old car. The original Fiat five hundred, yeah, yeah, which oh, is a little it? car, sort of similar to the Mini. Um, actually, in the film Cars, oh, Ugh, like full circle here. Well, yeah. well, while we were, um, yeah, a little telly. Yeah, Fiat Five Hundred. Yeah. You see quite a lot out. Um, I'm, I'm impressed, Chris. That's that's the first bit of contribution you've added. Well, that isn't Chris. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the, the cult classics in the te- in whatever twenty years, uh, I just feel like they're just going to be the same as they are now. Like. If you, it's just going to make them even more rare. Like getting an old mini, getting a G Wiz, because even though G Wiz is a shit, there's still something that's like it's stuff that's novelty, isn't it? Really? Um, yeah. I think I think Chris, is, yeah, what Chris is saying actually is probably right in terms of that. Like whatever's like a cult classic now will just stay a cult classic forever. Yeah, I don't see anything else taken over um... from. The mini or the the camper van, because the thing it. is, the, the thing is, as well, is like with the old mini, it became so iconic from the Italian job that like there's no films that will make a car that iconic anymore. Because like you've got like what the Fast and Furious films where they drive just supercars or like do you know what I mean? There's no the the only time I've yeah. ever seen a car sort of pick up in terms of sales and stuff and like how it was seen was the Honda Civic and that was from the first Fast and Furious movie 
And that's the only car I've ever seen that's managed to pick up any sort of resemblance of sort of like fame as a result of media. It's all going to get cut. I'm just so disappointed. Oh, what a shame. Um, uh, now I'm going to drive us into the outro, making a brief stop at social media services where you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Point of View Pod. Um, just a quick refill at email station where we will be found at pintofviewpod at gmail.com and we will be departing the Pint of Pod services and we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.